0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 90th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Lauren.
1: Konnichiwa, kazaymas!
0: And Spencer. Something
2: Japanese, hi. Hi, yeah.
1: Yay! We're we're
0: we're doing half Japanese
2: this show, apparently. (laughs) 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 Yeah, two years of Japanese, ran out after saying (laughs) Segoy (laughs) Destiny. Thanks, anime. (laughs) (laughs) So, um,
0: I think we were supposed to be planning to do something for April Fool's, since it is April Fool's Day today
1: oh
0: mm. um, huh, i forgot about that
1: yeah i did
0: or did we oh mm.
2: oh oh just you
0: wait <laughs> anyway we've got a three segment show for you guys this time we're going to be talking quite extensively about the final fantasy 10 and 10.2 hd collection then we're going to move on to the ultimate quiz which saw us quiz leaf and then we've got some questions from the community Is that you get fooling on to about, everyone
2: are you quizzing a leaf no. Okay. That would
0: have been is interesting.
1: Leaf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this leaf over here. Anyway, before we get on to any of that, I need to remind everyone that Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network and TweaksMusic.com. It comes on the iTunes Store, Final dot and GamingUnion.net. Also, thanks to everyone who has uh, contributed to our Patreon account, which is patreon.com forward slash FFKH Union. We're up to about ninety, no, $80 per episode now. Yay. Um, so, you know, even if it's just $1 um, and that's all you can contribute per episode, that's that's more than enough. And we're extremely grateful for all the um, the pledges that people have put in so far. So thanks a lot for your support. And hopefully we can kind of get that total up a bit more. I know Spencer wants to be going back to doing uh, one episode every two weeks.
2: Go <laughs> back. I never was there. <laughs> oh, whatever, Spencer. <laughs> At heart. It'll feel like when I was listening to it every week. <laughs> live in the tree just think about just think about it guys the more money you guys put into the patreon the closer we can like get to making ridiculous goals first are like weekly episodes and then next we can just go into ten thousand dollars you you pay us and we'll do anything i'm pretty sure most of us here will no, do no. anything well, Sp- Sh- spencer
1: will do everything
0: spencer will do anything yes. okay
2: i'll do anything at ten thousand dollars you guys are higher tiers apparently <laughs> has a more moral fiber than i do
0: exactly you got you got to have a limit somewhere you know if we if we should if we, if we throw you in
2: a a low level <laughs> low then, level uh... of the 10k the 10k tier just for just for someone to pay me to say kentucky fried chicken every episode <laughs> <laughs> we well, have already done that now oh jesus it started
1: <laughs>
0: anyway so yes final fantasy 10 hd collection Came out in the between the last episode and this episode, which is awesome news because people have been waiting for so long.
2: Yes. I which versions wait.
0: did you pick up, Spencer?
2: I picked up. I literally <laughs> had every. Versions, no, no, wait. Which versions didn't you pick up? The only version. And I was so mad when I when I picked up my Vita version on day one. <laughs> I saw in the very corner of the room that. Because there is a limited edition that if anyone pre-ordered with an art book, um, that's the version you got. And like Kingdom Hearts, there was like basically no versions of it standard, except for a very, very, very small minority people that weren't the art book. And I thought that was going to be the case with uh, 10. And then I see this giant stack of standard editions. And I'm like, I've been touting to everybody that I have like every version of the game. But no, there is this boring, not art book version of the standard edition with both covers of the game. On it, and I'm just like, oh. a part of me wants that just due to the fact that I have three versions of this game already because I have the collector's edition, the limited edition, and the Vita edition.
1: You're just crazy. It's sauce. got art
2: in it, Lauren. There's little uh, art, big art, art cards. Art! <laughs> art,
1: I collect all the art. This Final
2: Fantasy was brought to you by the little art.
1: <laughs> well, I have one version, and that is the Vita version.
2: I would say that's probably the best version, honestly. It is. Because I... it's nice to have it on the go.
1: Honestly, it's been amazing. I'll take it with me or like if I'm going to the doctors or something or just like to an appointment or something, I can take it with me to play it in the waiting room and relax, take it on the train, do you whatever say relax. I want. <laughs> and just oh, fight yeah, sin.
2: Relax. It depends.
1: Chocobo well, racing. Yeah, there was there was a point in time where I was, Trying to do the um, actually, I do enjoy you ball quite a bit, except when I'm losing. But exactly, that's 99
2: percent of the game.
1: <laughs> no, I'm actually pretty good if I do okay. say so myself. But either way, yeah, no, I love I love having it on the go and like for grinding as well. Like if I get really tired of grinding, I just sort of you know put it away for a little bit. But then if I I'm really and you bored. you can just pick up and play. I can pick it up and play.
2: Have you have you noticed that there's actually a vita specific feature?
1: Yes, it's very nice. You can heal.
2: <laughs> I honestly like it sounds like it, cuz like if you tap on the touchscreen, you can heal heal your party by magic or item. And it's mm. super fast and whatever, but I was wondering the whole time. I was like, how is this not in the main game? Just put I know. that on R2 or something or L2. Like, it's, it's actually super nice and, like, convenient, whereas, like, going to the menu every time kind of felt archaic.
1: Although it does suck when you run out of, um, when you run out of either potions or you run out of, uh, mana. Yeah. it Basically, it just uses Yuna to heal up the party, or I don't know if it works if somebody else has, um, cure spells. Oh, no, it still does, yeah, if,
2: if other people have it.
1: Okay, so then it will just go on to the next person? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all of mine. I did the expert sphere Grid as well, which I don't know if it was a mistake or not. It's
2: not a mistake. Um, <laughs> it's how real players play, Lauren.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're serious
0: about taking down penance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there is, like, some... There is uh, some guides where I was just, like, going through and sort of revising how to beat certain um, enemies, because I forgot. Um and uh, they're just like, oh, um, have Auron do armor break on this one? And I'm just like, well, Auron doesn't have armor break. Auron doesn't have anything. Oh, oops.
0: I haven't even been using the sphere grid at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I um but no, I made that mistake the first time I played. The first time I played Final Fantasy X, I I actually didn't use the sphere grid at all. And how I got not, How
2: do you not use the spear gun in that game? That blows my I mind.
1: I don't know. I honestly... I got up all the way until the Bevel um, Guardian, and I just could not beat it. And so I had to restart the entire game.
2: <laughs> you just didn't even want to try with the spear gun at that point? You're like, you got 99 no. of every spear, and you're just like, I can't do this.
1: No, I just could not. It was so bad. But yeah, no, I got that far without it. It was so Speaking just so about bad. that...
0: um. It'd be really great to hear about, I guess, our initial experiences when we played Final Fantasy X for the first time. Mm. Did you like, guys oh, pick wait, it up like on the first, or... first time, or like yeah, the, the first first time? First time.
2: Oh, okay,
1: I did not. I, I, I actually played too. the
2: demo for like years before I actually played the first. Well, I shouldn't say years. I played the what demo for the... a long time, and then I I probably picked it up like by the time like maybe a guy. I think I, I think most cases games went like greatest hits after like the first year or something, right?
1: What did the demo feature?
2: The demo was actually Final Fantasy games are super long. I forgot about that because I even played it recently. Cause... Although they are
0: slightly misrepresentative.
2: Yes, they are. Um, the way it worked was you did the whole opening scene, but it was different. Is it started after the Blitzball game, uh-huh. and once you po- and then once you went into Sin, it fast forwards you past meeting Riku and her gang, and automatically on the island with Waka. Oh. And you basically get to play everything from then up to, um, not including the Summoner Trial, up to getting on the boat.
1: Oh, okay. So it oh, was it was a, it was
2: a good amount of like different locales and gameplay, which I and think yeah. was pretty good. I,
0: I, I still remember the Final Fantasy VIII demo when it's like when it's the whole Dollet mission and oh, God, um, yeah, you have all these like amazing uh, magics
2: and all this stuff, and you play the actual game, and you're like, this
0: is a lot harder than I remember it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh,
2: yeah that should be like a list somewhere of like the top five like final fantasy demos if there have even been that many there's so that... few final fantasy demos
1: yeah or you just hear about them after the fact
2: that's true like, there's like the only ones one. i ever remember um i were like seven eight ten and twelve there might have been one for it was nine. a 13 one no yeah there was a 13 it was garbage though. it only came out in japan it was literally yeah, 10 minutes long. With There's yeah. a crazy
1: one. There's a crazy one on the N64 where it basically wasn't it like Final Fantasy 6 or something on the, fu- on oh, that, the yeah, N64. Oh, yeah, it was a
2: 3D tech demo. I wish that was yeah. playable. That would be sweet.
1: Playing that would have been fun. 3D.
0: So am I the only person who actually picked the game out when it came? You probably no. had disposable
2: no. income, Mr. Adult. Yeah,
1: I honestly... Um, I was like 15.
2: And- <laughs> Daryl's just 15, got bags of money.
1: Yep, he is a right Mr. Screw. Well you gotta
2: think you were by the time you got it, you were you were much like what would that have been of like almost two years after it was out in America? Um six months. Mm.
1: All right, or whatever. So half a year.
0: Six months, two years, same thing. And well the only reason I really picked it up is because obviously I'd played Final Fantasy seven, VII, eight and nine, but um for the Playstation two, the only two games that I was well actually the only game I was really interested in was MGS two, but um Final Fantasy ten came up really near the beginning of the console's life cycle. Mm. And I was and it was getting really good reviews and I was just like, yep, doing it. And also <laughs> I watched the opening cutscene so many times.
1: Yeah.
2: That song in the opening cutscene I forgot yeah. how great it was. I know. It's so crazy. Have you guys actually like re- like listened to the lyrics in that song?
1: Um, I think I looked them up once. I don't remember any of them. Because I was li- I
2: was listening to the soundtrack, and the soundtrack actually is translated like lyrics and stuff for some of the vocalized songs.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: it's hilarious if you actually listen to that song. If anyone's not sure, it's the it's the butt rock song that plays in the opening opening cutscene. And it's basically like, where do we come from? I really really don't know. There's a thing <laughs> in the sky. Let's use some things. All right, let's go. Let's go. Mm. That's pretty much it. Yeah, if, like yeah. for five minutes. That's the whole song. Guy's uh-huh. got a very special voice.
1: Yes, yeah, he does.
2: I like to imagine it's like a small Japanese man singing that.
1: I actually had a very interesting experience being introduced to Final Fantasy X. So I think I had already played Final Fantasy VIII and IX and a bit of Seven at this point. And my brother had Final Fantasy X. Um, and... He had a save point that was at the end of the game. All the characters pretty much had nine 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 damage or whatever at all of their celestial weapons, um, with the exception of Lulu. I think he just didn't want to do Lulu's. Um, Not feeling the yeah. lightning. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I played the entire ending of the game, and then um, whenever I would finish that. And I, I did this multiple times. I would finish the end of the game, not have a clue what's going on or who the characters are, and then I would start over the entire game and then I would play up until I think I, I normally got up until like um you meet up with Waka. Um and that was normally the point in time where I would have to go home because I was over at my I was always over at my mom's house when I did this, so I would play it until my dad would come and pick me up. Um and yeah it's
0: so funny like the mindsets you have as a child like you you clearly had no problem just repeat playing the same bit over and over again
1: oh no it's like
2: sonic i've probably played the first, like green hill zone on sonic about 200 times yeah mm. it's it's just because like I, like you're when you're younger that stuff doesn't bother you like the repetition of it is just like so common i think due to the fact that we honestly don't play that many games whereas like now that we're older we're playing so many different games that it's like daryl if i had to tell you hey I want you to play the first level in Dynasty Warriors 8 and only the first level in Dynasty Warriors 8. You'd probably get miffed. Over and over. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a little bit annoying. Exactly. Whereas, like, there's, like, other cases where that's kind of like things like Ground Zeroes. That's why people don't like it because you're repeating the same level. Whereas people like me and other people are like, oh, I like that it makes you nostalgic of like doing that one level and perfecting it like you said doing green hill zone as fast as possible
1: yeah
0: yeah like knowing all the secrets and all that kind of stuff
1: yeah Yeah,
2: it's like stuff like that but i guess kind of going back to final fantasy 10 no i i was i was really like you daryl because like i was all up in the hype because i mean when this game came out like that was like the ps2 game to play yeah like yeah, everybody, much. that everybody was talking about, and I mean, it, it was the best. It was probably like the best looking game up until like Kingdom Hearts. Oh, came easily up.
0: it was. It was easily the best looking game. I mean, because that was the whole thing back in their era, in the era before that, Square Enix or Square at that point were all about the visuals, and I'd probably say that in, in the world, they were, the leading company
2: for stuff like FMVs. Well, yeah. Well, the the Texas house they paid to do them probably did. Well, no, it was all done internally. No, oh, yeah, yeah. It was the PS1 full motion cutscenes that were all done in some Texas studio. Yeah, from Final Fantasy... It's one of the things people always forget. Like, Final Fantasy 7, VII, 8, and 9, all of those, like, CG-rendered cutscenes were all done in some, like, off-party, like, Texas studio mm. that no one ever remembers. <laughs>
1: Well, I definitely thought like when I was playing this game initially, I was just like, "This is absolutely amazing." I I, was don't, just I so actually I enamored. still have that
2: feeling. While, like when I was replaying it for this, just due to the fact that, I mean, like, what did it come out? Two thousand one, right? Mm. Yeah. Like it holds up much better than it probably should. While then at the exact same time, like I'll have moments where I'm like, "Man, this game is like drop dead gorgeous," but you have to like put a grain of salt for a couple of things. Mainly lip syncing, which, oh is, my still, God, which is exactly still the same, and you're you just have to get over it because the game is never going to get, have good lip syncing. It's also, just always funny though because like you think about
0: when it came out, you know, Final Fantasy X was a it was a pioneer in so many different ways, and obviously games before it had had voice acting, but never on the same kind of scale that yeah. Final Fantasy X had tried. And, uh, you know, there were going to be some teething problems. But at the time, like, no one. Ca- I didn't even think
2: once, oh, the lipstick is really bad in this game. Yeah, it's, no, it's one of I those didn't. things that you nitpick about later on.
1: Although, I don't know. I've, I'm. have i I am noticing it a lot more this time. Um, well, you in will the HD now, because,
0: because the expectation is there. Like, you play most you're comparing it to like what what has happened since the game came out aren't you yeah. you've, got, you've had 10 year or 10 plus years of looking at how it should Although how it be Although I don't
1: done. I don't know cuz like I feel like in some points in Final Fantasy 10 it seemed a lot better it seemed like it like the the mouthing was at least carrying well, on a bit Well that would just
0: be because they they managed to find words that fit
1: Exactly and now it's- this time it does seem like they're just nutcrackers just sort of like opening and closing their mouth a bunch and I I think a up. big
2: thing for that is if just like take two games for example with um final with with Final Fantasy 13 like Lightning Returns came out that has fantastic lip syncing and then even like just like due to like the last HD collection that came out with like Kingdom Hearts Kingdom Hearts like lip syncing when they're actually using like lip models for the most part is matched up surprisingly well because yeah. they even back then they went and changed how the lips moved for the English voice acting which yeah. was super rare back then but even like like Daryl was saying as progressive as Final Fantasy 10 was it it had its limitations which wasn't yeah. the lip syncing or lack of I think of also love. you know in the Kingdom Hearts example
0: you think about the cast they had involved of that. Yeah, you know the English version of the game was a much bigger priority. Yeah, with Final Fantasy X, it was the Japanese version is the priority. The English version, yeah, we can have voice acting in there, but we're not going to really change anything.
1: Although I must say, I never listened to the Japanese version of Kamari before. If you can look that up. He sounds like freaking Captain America. It is hilarious. It sounds like. It literally does not sound like yeah, how Kamari should sound. Warren
0: was uh, watching the cutscene where he's going up against uh, the Ronso Biron. tribe. Yeah.
1: And. Um, oh, I forget the and, other ones. Name. Uh,
0: they have like really gruff, deep voices. And then he's. He's just, so <laughs> he's funny. just like.
1: I am Kamari. And it's just like what <laughs> what is going on?
0: Yeah, I thought I thought it was another character speaking, like based on just what what I'd expect. And, yeah. then, and then Lauren showed me and it was like, Nope, that's Kamari
1: <laughs> I was just like, This is amazing. Uh, but yeah, no, look it up. It's 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 absolutely incredible.
2: I was kind of I was kind of disappointed. There's no dual language option after messing around. Yeah, with yeah. Returns. But I mean, that would be like, e- even the fact that like after we never even actually really talked about it that much when we were talking about Lightning Returns. But like that's such a huge amount of memory to put on things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even I don't think the Vita would be able to hold it on a card or like it would 100% have to be something downloaded cuz like i i i'm pretty sure it's fair to say like would you guys say that even Final Fantasy 10 alone has more voice acting than Lightning Returns probably does um, like overall like with cutscenes and stuff
1: no if only because the npcs um, generally don't have a lot of voice acting in final oh, yeah, fantasy yeah, 10
0: true. there's more That's core true. stuff but then
2: you know but then you also have to remember it's two games it's true. Yeah. So, like th- that together would be like a crazy amount of things, on and everything
1: that Matron says.
2: Yeah, on the V two, separated. So,
1: yeah, you have to which would, download, which
2: would, which would then make it even more confusing.
1: I, I don't know. Even if it did have it, I, I do like the English version. Oh no, I, I, I
2: actually, I wanted to talk about that. I was surprised how much I wasn't offended by the English one, in and, and downright actually found it surprisingly well yeah because like we've we've spent years making fun of like titus's laugh and so many goofy moments of the it series. is still
1: funny though <laughs> oh yeah it, it's
2: it's still hilarious and like even even a couple other things like i posted on like vine or whatever like when i was playing through the game like it even has its some of its ridiculous like localized parts where you see the kid running around and i want to when i grow up i want to be a blitz ball yeah, like just like silly things like that but for the most part it's like the voice acting is good by today's standards which is Mm. even more phenomenal to say because back then the only game series like early 2000s who were remotely good were like the metal gear games and that was it Mm. yeah especially for a series whose first time it is with voice acting
1: yeah yeah and that's something that's really 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 big um but yeah, I definitely think just sort of thinking about um, how it's sort of carried over. I definitely think Final Fantasy X has proven that it's going to stand the test of time as long as they don't like ruin it with the third, whatever they do.
0: What ten part three? Yeah,
2: we're not, we're not going to talk about that.
1: No, because it doesn't exist yet. Therefore, the behead- we don't the need beheading. to. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, actually, since we are talking about 10 part 3, I do want to get your guys' opinion, because did you guys know that you have to do homework before listening to the audio drama? Well, only in the sense that there's a book that is in the middle. The book is critical for understanding that, and I had no idea when I listened to the audio drama. Mm-hmm. Like it does seem really strange they did that because obviously when they announced there was gonna be the audio drama, they didn't have any mention of the book. No Exactly. They made it sound like it was his own standalone thing after the game. Yeah. But it's ridiculous and this is going into spoilers, but trust me, I'm spoiling a book that is one hundred percent never ever coming out in America in its current shape or form. It could come out in some sort of other thing with if Ten Three actually ends up becoming a reality. But if you've listened to the audio drama and are wondering... Like, there are so many questions it leads. Just to the fact that the audio book... I mean, the audio drama doesn't explain anything that happened in the book. In the book, the majority of what you need to know is... Tetis and Yuna go on an island. They get stuck on the island. Titus basically blows up and dies. Yes. It's super random and it makes no sense. But he comes back to life. He's all stitched back together and everything... But ever since he basically got Phoenix Phoenix downed, he's been a totally different person and acting super weird towards Una, and Una doesn't like that. And it now explains everything a million times better in the audio in the audio book. Wouldn't you guys agree?
0: Yeah, isn't there something yeah. weird about like Una basically controls whether he lives or dies? Yes,
2: well. that, that that's 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 like part of the thing about how it's so weird. But it's like literally, they could have just had an audio scroll just saying those exact words I said beach yeah. dead revived weird now <laughs> whereas now they're just like here's two characters you don't know hey here's these other characters we know they're acting weird i don't know why and then it just leaves it on a cliffhanger yeah but it's like it's so many questions whereas like you could end it on a cliffhanger fine whatever but you have to explain why things are going on the way they are
0: yeah and also i mean the, the continuing the spoilers from what i understand the whole thing is that sin's back right Yes, and, Sin is back,
2: uh, and that just seems
0: so unnecessary to me. The Final Fantasy X Part Two, as much as everyone kind of erred and odd about there there being a sequel to the get to the like to a game for the first time, it did what it needs to do. It it continued yeah. on with the story that had been left off, and it didn't really change anything. Bringing back Sin just seems completely unnecessary. And now, kind of, in, kind of makes you in think, the
2: game's defense, though, in the game's defense everyone says Sin is coming back. You don't actually see Sin, so I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and the fact that it could be someone with the powers of Sin. It doesn't mm. have to actually be Sin. Because, like, there was never a point where, like, oh my god, it's giant Sin again. But yes, I mean, if they do that, it's going to, like you're saying, it's going to be stupid and cliche and just bringing back a character from the first game, especially well, after also, the I second mean, game if, where you if didn't If they do have
0: bring it. back Sin, to me, that that ruins the first game. Yeah. Because the whole point is that you expend you, you all this energy and like um, you, you break the entire cycle of the year. It basically
2: makes everything you did seem completely useless. Well, that's yeah. why I'm thinking that it's probably not Sin. I think that would be like... like I mean, because they're not stupid about the continuity of the world at all. I and, that. and you can even tell that with the audio drama. And I think that's... I mean, I think they're trying to fool us into thinking that it's going to be sin but actually it's going to be something else
1: because I feel like
2: that would be too easy of a mistake to make
1: yeah I feel like that would be just awful like I actually kind of knew the spoilers before I started playing the HD um, remaster and like I'm playing through it now and I just sort of think like this is kind of this, this feels like it's it's not good now like, if sin has come back, like, I just sort of feel like, well, what's what's the point in me doing this? I mean, the story is great, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm not doing anything to change the world, and this is sort of upsetting. I don't, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, a prominent feeling, like, it's not ruining the entire game for me or anything, but it, it, I did just sort of think about that in the back of my mind, like, you know, am I actually making any difference, but...
2: I mean it's a fair point. But though ending on a somewhat positive note though talking about the audio drama, the fact that we actually have a translated version of it with all the original voice actors is downright awesome. amazing. Yeah, that is. We never get that. Does Adam. James Donald Taylor sound different? No.
1: Well, this is natural voice, isn't it? Yeah, it's not yeah, like roughly. he's
2: doing he's he's not Haley Joel Osmenting it. <laughs> no. Uh.
1: No, and he was he was fully grown when he um did Titus the first time. <laughs> Titus, so.
2: voiced by a young boy.
1: Yeah. I still love him, though. I absolutely love Titus. I don't care. But Titus is an awesome character. I just oh, think he's, he's, so he's funny. like
2: funny. He's one of the like best characters in A Fish Out of water tail. which is a hard thing to say because that is such a... Cliche over the done, an awful male lead-driven story archetype to mm. the done these days.
0: Like, I know that a lot of people don't necessarily like Titus because he's so stupid. Like, but that's because he does—he literally doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. If you compare him to the other like lead characters, like the clouds, the the squalls, etc., like there's so there's so much of a sincerity behind him. Like he is like a little child in mm. in a world that he doesn't understand, and. You pretty much learn about stuff as he learns about it, yeah. And it's only when you kind of play the game through again that you see all these points. I don't know if they touch on it in in the game with like you know when Eunice recording her um, sphere because she's going to die, and um, you kind of hear the the interruption that Titus does, and you obviously don't know that that's happening when you're there, yeah, the first time around. But there were so many different levels to that experience, yeah. and you know the, the the sacrifices that Titus makes to To enable the world to survive, there's no other character really in the main character that's had to go through anything like that.
1: No, no, and and,
2: and also not be annoying about it on that level. Yeah,
0: because yeah. I think that's the other thing as well. Um, Titus at the start is a completely different person to Titus at the end, yeah. and it's one of those games that, like Final Fantasy 13 kind of had it too with character progressions, but compared to Titus, their progressions are so shallow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sort of think about, like, uh, there's one scene in particular where Titus is just really angry when he sees Arryn, and Arryn's telling him, like, your dad is, uh, your dad Jack is sin, and, um, Titus has this, like, little tantrum that he throws, like, a little kid, and he doesn't do that again until about, um, when he figures out about Yuna, but it it's not as superficial anymore. Like, I mean, sure, he's... In the beginning of the game, he's a bit just, like, stressed out because he's in this whole different world. He doesn't know how he's going to get home and blah, 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 blah. But then when he does it for Yuna, it just feels like such a different thing and it's so much more mature. It's not as if he's just sort of blowing off steam. He's literally just, like, freaking out. Like, I I hurt Yuna. Yeah, and, and there's like, also I that time, her.
0: you know, when when he figures out there is no going home. yeah. But he's still kind of he's he basically acts as the cheerleader to push everyone on, even yeah. though he knows he's going to die, yeah he
1: doesn't even have a tantrum with that, like he has he you know is discussing it with um Bahma and just sort of saying like you know um well i I'm, I'm 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 gonna die, and he has a little emotional moment when he's in the dream, but when he comes back out, he doesn't let them know yeah
0: it's all about protect it's and that's the key like so Yuna is all about trying to save everyone else Yeah and Titus is all about trying to save Yuna
1: yeah yeah he's he's her guardian but yeah the true guardian <laughs> but that just makes it that just make made it so much more is that he did actually just grow.
0: And also, the, the other characters as well, because you've got Lulu at the beginning, who is really, really judgmental. Oh my god, she's
1: so mean! And, you know, she's she like, don't even look so at you
0: now.
2: she's like, way out of your horrible. league and all this stuff. But at the end, she's really proud of him.
1: Yeah. she. That,
2: that, that is like a super good point you brought up, though, talking about like character progression. And it's nice because, like,
1: in a You don't a even game... notice
2: it in this game, though. That's oh no, but that's it's it's because so it's so long. It's mm. like yes, it's it's also subtle, but the fact that it, it's subtle over a prolonged period of time, where it's like this is one of those like few games we can like honestly say is going to be over like a hundred hours for you. If you really mm. want to commit into your like first playthrough of this or something, you can easily spend a hundred hours into this and honestly feel like you've like gone through like a large portion of these characters' lives with them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think for me because like you know, Final Fantasy thirteen obviously had some really deep characters in it too, but it was so obvious when they kind of changed. Yeah, because their... they
2: made they made it these set piece yeah. moments like yeah. that, like moment X, like mo- moment X out of thirteen, blah blah blah. This is when now, this is when hope now becomes a man or something. Yeah. Whereas like this, it's like no, it's so slow. You get you just like. You're you're just growing. You're not being yeah, forced the, into the, other the situations. Huge, the
0: huge set pieces don't really have that kind of shift. No, they're they're all they're always focused about something else. And like, yeah, someone's mentality might slightly change. Like, you know, uh, when they when they find out that Yevon is is evil, you know, it, it slightly changes Yuna and the way that she starts perceiving, perceiving the world. But she still wants to try. Yeah. Um. But like, you compare that to all the previous games and yeah the characters are already great, but I think Final Fantasy x's characters the emotions and the situations they go through are probably the ones that most people well not that they can relate to the most, but I think they're the most realistic,
1: yeah
2: I gotta say though, since we've already talked about thirteen and ten a lot, can we just say that <clears throat> like I don't know if you guys did, but replaying ten made me realize, God, this makes sense why thirteen's the way it is so much how so? Because there's so many elements of it. It's like, Final Fantasy X, a much longer and bigger game overall than Final Fantasy XIII is. But take the basic gameplay and story elements from the two games, and they're practically identical. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that was
0: always the funny thing when people were complaining about how linear Final Fantasy XIII is. Like,
2: have you played X? Exactly! Yeah. And like, while that got flack when X came out, nowhere near the level flack XIII got. But it's like, people... It it kind of have like two spectrums to go about this. Like people who love ten and hate thirteen, you need to go back and play thirteen with a different with a different like head on your shoulders. And then people who've only played ten. I mean, people who've only played thirteen. I I wish I was those people. If I'd only played thirteen and then have this like HD collection, that'd be like the best game ever.
1: Because you get
2: two ridiculously long, extremely different worlds to like explore and whatnot and at like a reduced price game that'd be that'd be like heaven on earth
1: yeah no this game is absolutely amazing um but one thing i do want to talk about um in terms of the comparison between 13 and 10 um 13 you're an outcast yeah Well, I never really felt like that at the end of Final Fantasy X when I played it originally and I played the American version, but oh my god, when I played this version, which is the international version, I feel like uncomfortable and scared Um, because basically what happened is is that in the international version, um, there is these lovely things called the Dark Aeons and the Dark Aeons bar your path from freaking everything so yeah, you no. can't go back to besaid you can't go back to makalania temple you can't go on mushroom rock road you have to find another way in order to get um Arn's sword or Arn, yeah orange sword um it,
0: it, i think that's the, the the big thing that americans didn't ever have and the japanese who played the original version as well is the context or the or the consequences for the actions that are taken, yeah, you know, as as soon as um, you're branded traitors of Yevon in the American version, nothing changes. No,
1: and you're able to go back into the temples. And I always just thought, like, this is so weird, aren't I, Am I not a traitor? Like, aren't shouldn't I be punished for what I did?
0: Yeah. Whereas in the version I played, it's like, and you're now playing yourself. It's like as soon as you're branded a traitor, they want
2: to mess you up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's and so they, it's so weird. Like, it's terrifying. I mean, Oh, yeah, but it's, like, also, like... Uh, like, isn't it weird, like, how much, um, like, us, like, North Americans, like, get new in this edition when compared yeah. to everyone else? It's, like... I know. They're, like, they really are different games. Even, like, 10 even like ten two with, like, its smaller editions, but, like, then you have, like, Last Mission, which is a full game on its own.
1: I know. It's awesome. For North Americans, this has been, like, a dream. Um, well, a dream and nightmare, because... Honestly, um, yeah, uh, what's it called, uh, well, I went to go get Yojimbo, and, um, I remember I, like, I, I was able to go through the tavern just fine, like, I, I went right through it, it was easy, um, well, aside from the fact that I was, like, just coming out of the lands and I was severely underleveled, um, but yeah, so I went through, and then I came back once I had enough money in order to pay Yojimbo, or Yojimbo, why did I pronounce it Yojimbo, um. And I turned around to go at, out the cave, because I was just like, well, you know, nothing bad will happen. And there was freaking Yojimbo, the dark version, right there, staring at me, coming towards me. And I'm just like, this is terrifying. And then I went to Mushroom Rock Road, and, and then I you. got yeah. chased by freaking the um, the manga sisters. And I'm just like... What the heck? This is scary. And I, I like look around. And the, over and the funny Daryl, thing is, just, as like, well,
0: um, with like especially with I remember the Mega Sisters were were horrible for me too because they're the, the, the what well, the second hardest mm. of the Dark Aeons, I believe. Yeah. Um, and you're just go up to them and you're like, oh, what's gonna? As oh, Lauren said, she just went up and talked to them and it's like, oh, hi, you know, what's going on? These are new people. And then they just mess you up.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, you get thrashed.
1: Oh my god, it's terrifying absolutely hated it like a part of me is kind of like i kind of wish that i had the sort of choice like maybe i could play the game as um as i did in the north american version and then change over to the international version like a new game plus type thing but then i don't know because at the moment i'm stuck i mean i have to grind i have to grind a ton if i want to go back to about the monster arena i know
0: i would say that it's quite ironic that um we spent almost the entire time talking about 10.
2: I, yeah. Yeah, I was literally about to just say, is like, so am I the only one here who's played 10 too?
0: I think uh, since we're kind of running out of time, but maybe we can save that for next episode. Yeah. That's
2: true, because I know you guys don't want to talk about uh, A Realm Reborn re-relaunching next yeah. month.
0: <laughs> Come on, Spencer.
2: <laughs> I'm so. I'm sorry. I know I do, and I and I know people like it. But no, we 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 should actually do that because I mean, e- even if we have dabbled with it, I've put nowhere near as much time in ten two as I have in ten. So yeah, I think, and, I, it, and it's funny I because be you know
0: you're talking about um, how si- like the similarities between ten and and thirteen, but ten part two influenced thirteen a hell of a lot.
2: Mm. Oh God, I know, but. Oh, man, those the new end. dress figures, they're so good. <laughs> they're so good.
1: I just, I'm looking at it like, oh, my God, there's so also, much Also, I forgot there's done. a
2: Pokemon feature in that game. You're right, Daryl. Man, 13, 13, 13, the whole saga is this derivative of uh oh, 2 so much. Oh, and there's
0: the whole uh, Colosseum and uh, the fact that you can beat enemies and put them in your party.
1: Uh, it's,
2: it's so many, there's so many crossovers.
0: But, yeah. We'll talk about that next episode, then. That sounds like a good idea.
2: Thanks, Spencer. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It was my idea. I know.
2: It's a team effort.
0: Go team. So, yeah, we're now going to move on to the Final Fantasy quiz, and this episode, we were joined by Leif. We got on pretty well, I think. Mm. So, let's see how we did. Hi, Leif. Welcome to Final Fantasy Union. How's it going? Going good. What have you been up to today? Anything exciting? Uh,
3: Not too much. Just enjoying the beginning of my spring break.
1: Oh, Spring break. Yay, Spring break. I remember yeah. the days of spring break.
0: Don't go too crazy.
1: Mm.
0: No, I'm a little too old for that. <laughs> well, we've had a couple of rounds of the quiz now. So, um, with you being the third contestant, do you feel suitably prepared?
3: As prepared as I'm going to be, yes.
0: <laughs> Good to know. So, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Um, you know, what kind of games have you played? When did you start playing? Well, when I was younger, I
3: got into RPGs and started with Secret of Mana and Chrono Trigger and then moved on to Final Fantasies when I got PlayStation. Um, didn't really look back, tried other one, other random RPGs, enjoyed them, but I always liked the Final Fantasies. Um, as I got older, I started playing fighting games and then I got into Street Fighter and Marvel since 2009 and I competed for a bit. But I still have time to reminisce and uh, sit in my nostalgia Final Fantasy. And, like, the new one's coming out, I'm excited for.
1: Are you going to the... get the uh, Final Fantasy 10 HD remaster? I already got it. Oh. <laughs> and,
3: yeah.
0: and that was my favorite one, so I had to get that one. So. Yeah. Oh, wait, so no first game syndrome? <gasps> no. No, dun,
1: dun, dun, dun. I, I'm actually...
0: I, I, I contest the
3: Final Fantasy VII legacy that, I, that most people uh go for that bandwagon that i love awesome? the game I, I, no i love Daryl, the game Daryl, you've th-
1: completely crushed daryl's hopes and dreams
0: <laughs> i i love it trust me it's definitely top five <laughs> yeah so that's i find it interesting that you started with uh um, some of the other square square Soft games like secret of mana and chrono trigger usually people kind of ventured to those after they'd tried final fantasy and wanted to experience something else
3: I just remember the Secret of Mana commercial when I was like six or seven, and just asking my dad, begging him to get it for me because it looked cool. <laughs> and uh, his girlfriend at the time ended up getting it to me for Christmas, and uh, I just started playing and never really stopped. And yeah, that's 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 kind of the birth. Of... Mario was before that, to be fair. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's my RPG birth. So
1: I think we all had a bit of love for Mario growing up. Yeah,
3: yeah. of course. It's, it's it's Mario
1: <laughs> it's, the, it's the overalls I just I couldn't get enough of those overalls oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways
0: so anyway if you aren't if you're listening to the quiz and you aren't familiar with the rules of the Final Fantasy quiz that we're running this is a very good time to get up to speed also if you Leif, uh you know if you're not familiar with the rules probably should listen to this bit um you are going to be asked 10 questions but we can only take your first answer so um if you start saying something and uh think that you're saying it wrong that's quite unfortunate for you (laughs) (laughs) so yeah just try to think carefully about what you're going to answer um if you if you don't know the answer then just kind of skip um you have 60 seconds to answer as many questions as you can um, so it's advised, yeah, if you don't know the answer, just skip ahead as quickly as possible. Obviously, if you if you think you might know it, just give it a go, um, <clears> because obviously you can get 10 points for every correct answer. Um, and at the end of the quiz, if you have any seconds left over, we'll add on every second as an extra point. All right. So at the moment, our leader is Arvis, who scored 70 points for getting seven correct answers, and he managed to finish pretty much right on the buzzer, hence right. no additional points. Um but everyone, anyone who's at the top of the leaderboard at the end of the year will be getting a nice prize. Oh, cool! And, uh, so it's something to look forward to. Mm. So just before we begin, I'd like to remind everyone that questions are from a range of Final Fantasy topics. So if you're thinking about coming on the quiz in the future and putting your name in the hat, you do have to have quite a general knowledge. But you know, we're not being too harsh with where the questions are coming from. There are a few red herrings thrown in there to keep things interesting, but. Um, we're hoping that most Final Fantasy fans should be able to get the bread and butter questions. Yeah. So if you don't get them.
3: <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> You're not a real fan. No, I'm just kidding. i
0: found my guru-ness. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yes. Start the clock, Lauren. Sir. What is the water-based sport in Final Fantasy X called? Whips How old is Iko Carol in Final Fantasy IX? Uh, nine. Nine. <laughs> Do you name do you know the name of the garden that Selfie is from? Uh no. Can you name three of the starting classes in the original Final Fantasy?
3: Uh White Mage, Black Mage, Knight, Red Red Mage, uh, Thief.
0: <laughs> do you know the name of Cloud's hometown?
3: I might say it wrong, but Nibbleheim.
0: Do you know the name of the console that Crystal Chronicles originally appeared on?
3: Nintendo GameCube?
0: What is Zidane's surname? Uh Tribal? Tribal. Oh. Can you complete the following number sequence from Final Fantasy VII? 7 Seven, seven, seven. Seven? <laughs> what does ATB stand for? Uh, skip. Attack it's time up. bar. <laughs> Time's up. Time is up. There was one <laughs> question left remaining, but I think you did pretty well to get through them.
1: Sorry, I like, shouted stop. It's just <laughs> so like a... I, I
0: was kind of like, I
3: thinking, <laughs> I
1: was thinking,
0: we're getting near the end. Lauren hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> How do you
3: think you did? Uh, not as good as I wanted to.
2: You did but, pretty well.
3: Yeah.
0: And the last one I,
3: that I was timed off anyways, I think it's actually Active Time Bar not Attack Time Bar. So,
0: Well, Lauren is now going to take over and let you know how she did, but I think he's still collating scores. So, I, personally, I think he did pretty well. Um, some of the questions were a, a little bit tricky. Which, which one did you uh, kind of think was a bit harsh?
3: There's one that I skipped that I actually wanted to ask you to repeat, but because I thought i didn't know it because uh, i didn't hear it correctly or something um was but
0: that, uh the one about which garden selfie is from oh garden i thought you said guardian so yeah. I, was oh. like, I, I was like i was like it didn't make yeah. sense to me and i'm like
3: uh okay but yeah uh that was that would be timber not timber I, I don't remember right now that should i should know that because it's one of my favorites as well second favorite Aww.
0: 10 8 well lauren are you ready I'm ready. Okay, take it away.
1: Well, I can tell you now that you managed to get six right, but I'll let you know which ones you got wrong. Okay. Um, so first off, we have how old is Iko from uh, Final Fantasy Nine? Um, you said nine. She is six.
0: Okay. She is a youngster. Actually, when we were coming up with these questions, I was I saw blind she was four. I
1: don't know why. Yeah. I, I thought she, she was just seems like she's four. Um, the next question was uh, what. Garden did selfie come from um Trabia. You yeah. skipped. It she's actually from Trabia. Mm-hmm.
0: Trabia, Trabia, Trabia.
1: Trabia, tomato, <laughs> tomato. And um <laughs> the next one was uh number 9 which was uh what does ATB stand for? Yeah. And um it actually stands for Active Time Battle.
3: Battle. Oh. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. And <laughs> nobody ever knows the B. <laughs>
3: Well, I said I, attack also, so I, I was double double wrong there.
0: <laughs> I was, uh, I was. The question four w- w- about the original classes from Final Fantasy, I, I, I was starting to think maybe that was going to go wrong, but um, I, I was a bit generous because you continued answering and just listening off <laughs> as many classes. I know. As you could,
1: so. <laughs> I, I was know. trying I to think the ticks. basic ones, you know. I just have ticks, and I was just like, yeah, you got it. Yeah, because
0: well, you said knight, and then I was thinking, should I count that? But technically, that's three, but.
1: Mm. But you know. no, no, so um, your overall score is a 60.
0: Which right. unfortunately puts you in third position. Oh. But I just think that's still a very respectable score. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had
1: fun. Did you have fun at least? <laughs> yeah. <I did. laughs>
0: that's the main thing. Yes. That's right. <laughs> well, for you listeners out there, if you'd like to take part in the Final Fantasy quiz, there are numerous ways to get involved. You can either tweet us at Final Fantasy Union. Or sorry, at FF Union, Send us a message on Facebook, which is how Leif contacted us. Or you can respond to any communications we post up relating to the quiz or anything relating to the podcast in general. Anything you do, pretty much, we'll put you in the hat. And then you will get a random message from Lauren somewhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time, from whichever social media is the one that you won with, pretty much. Yes. Yeah.
0: And we'll take it from there? Yeah. Well, unlucky, Leif. It's all right. But,
3: but you lucky fun. enough yeah. to
1: be on the show, yeah, to have had a fun. chance. I know, I got and to be on the
3: show. Three. I was You're selected.
1: You were selected.
3: Right.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for taking part. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks a lot to Leif for taking part. You know, it's, it's a shame that he uh, is now third on the leaderboard, but Someone's got Say to be, you. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I st- I still think he did really well considering the questions that he got asked.
1: I'm surprised with everybody who's been answering the questions. I mean, like they've just they've blew me away with the knowledge that they have. Because yeah, I think if I
2: you're supposed to be all knowledgeable, Lauren.
1: I know, I know.
2: Don't don't lose that title of the all knowledgeable Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to give it back to Daryl.
1: But I'm just really <laughs> impressed. Is basically the long and short of it. Yeah. Well, there's, there's lots
0: of fun, fancy fancy. I, don't, I think the thing that's surprising to me is that the older, like the the, the seven through ten, and I, even some of the the more broader questions, it's just knowledge that people just have. Yeah. And you just don't know you have it. No. Most of the time, like a lot of the questions before, like before the interviews, we're like, "Oh, how do you feeling? Are you feeling confident?" And They're like, "Yeah, kind of, I guess, I suppose." And then you you fire all these questions out, and they just instantly answer, and it's like, "Okay,
2: well,
1: yeah." The only it's just one that
2: burn it's just burned into their retinas.
1: The only one that we're just kind of like we thought was really funny to start off with was um, the ATB one because yeah, it's just like you just assume that it's one thing, and then you find out that it's actually not.
0: Yeah, well, it's never officially written anywhere mm. as to it's what it stands on. Probably
1: tutorial on tutorials. yeah.
0: I don't even think it's mentioned there. I think it's just always been abbreviated.
1: Active time battle. Doom, hmm. doom, doom.
0: Anyway, questions time. Okay. So, Lauren, you have the first question.
1: Okay, so this first question is from the Ninja Max who asks, given how Final Fantasy XV has almost taken that long to finally approach into what can be assumed or hoped the final stages of its development, roughly eight years since its announcement in 2006, do you believe that there may be legitimacy to Kataze's claim concerning the difficulty of remaking Final Fantasy VII, or do you believe this is another case of the company's lofty and unrealistic expectations for their projects?
0: Um... So, the first part, do I believe them? No. (laughs) Do I believe this is a case of the company's lofty and unrealty expectations? Yes. (laughs) There is no way that producing the Final Fantasy VII remake would take decades to do. That's just ridiculous. I mean, you look at the scope of some of the projects that other development studios do. Like, the Mass Effect world is huge. Like, they can do that, they can knock that out in two years. Why can't Square? Yeah. I
2: think honestly, at this point, they've pretty much all but said if they remake Seven, they basically want it to be a whole different game.
0: Yeah, but it's even sto- still, it's
2: story is still going to be the same. I, I I don't know because like I'm always worried if they actually remake Seven, it's not going to be as weird and goofy as it originally was. I, I, I like... think
0: the, the whole thing <laughs> is though like if they're like if if they wanted to do it properly and then say okay, we want this to be a triple A top tier title, um. It might take three years to make, like if they really pumped resources at it. Because, like, if you think about other companies, you've got like Assassin's Creed; those games are huge. They only take about maybe three to four years to make if they're starting from scratch. And then they'll kind of do other projects in between when the the main team is kind of working on the background. And they'll kind of pull resources in and out when they feel it's necessary. The reason that versus what well, fifteen is taking so long is just because of poor management and like the, just a lack of ideas it might even have been delayed on purpose so they didn't have to release it as an exclusive on the PS3. Like, there are so many different things that we don't necessarily know about. Yeah. Also... Like,
2: technological restraints, too, especially with the fact that it's a brand new engine.
0: Yeah, but then that that shouldn't have been an issue if it had come out when it was intended to. It's only... Oh, no. It's like the whole Duke Nukem Forever situation where, you know every single time like if you wait two years well the technology is different we can make it better now but then mm. it's going to take another two years and in those two years it's like oh well we can make it better now you get stuck in that cycle which is always really bad for development but you know it, I think they've kind of struggled because the whole trilogy just was a really bad idea because they didn't necessarily have the scope to give each game its full potential so 13 took a bit longer than intended I reckon that is pr- part of the reason why Versus couldn't come out when they wanted it to, and then they kind of had to shoe in shoehorning the sequel, and then they had the problems with Agito not being ready in Type Zero. They like, and they've had other games kind of coming out as well that their marketing teams would have wanted to push. So a company like Square Enix, especially what well, especially after they bought IDOS, that kind of threw another spanner in the works too because you know you've got, you've got uh, games like Deus Ex um, and Hitman and Tomb Raider. That will have been taking prime spots for their game releases and marketing budget. That's, I mean, it could be that that's the reason why 15's been pushed back. I wouldn't necessarily say it's because it's taken that long to develop. That's just, like, ridiculous. If if that is the case and they've been solidly working on this game for the last almost decade, then they've got some serious issues.
1: Yeah.
2: Alright, but, like, another thing, like, kind of, like, I guess, tail-ending it, though, is with the Final Fantasy Seven remake. Another one that got brought up with me <clears throat> is I do not think Final Fantasy Seven getting remade into a AAA game would ever be financially viable. Not saying that they would, because of how much time they would spend and whatnot. <clears throat> what I just think because... No one is going to buy it as much as they did back in Final, in when Final Fantasy VII well, originally came we'll out. Well, think
0: about it like this, okay? So, <coughs> l- let's say I, I would estimate that if a Final Fantasy VII remake came out and it was good, as in like it was, um, obviously it's going to have roughly the same story. Square mm-hmm. would want to tinker with things just because they do. Um, but let's say from a, a technical perspective and a gameplay perspective, they nailed everything. They modernized the game. And, like, they brought everything completely up to speed so that, irrespective of the original game, when it releases, it can stand on its own two feet as a top-tier JRPG that can compete with the likes of any other franchise out there. That would sell.
2: Mm. Like,
0: there is no well, doubt in the fact that it would sell. Would,
2: it would sell, but the market is so different now. You have it to It is, realize but it that. isn't.
0: Like, you, think, you look at something like Mass Effect, you'd say that that market for that game is really small. But they oh, no, no no that no no! I
2: no I mean with the fact that we're cutting out basically half of who made Final Fantasy 7 as big as it did Japan. Japan is so proven now that they are done with console games. It's kind of scary. Not necessarily true. It's, it's no, they went. Had they a went shift from they went from being in the million. Yeah, but they went from being in the millions to shifting all their focus to handheld to now shifting all their focus to smartphones. And now it's like, you see the PlayStation 4 come out, and it does super, super well its first week, but that's everyone who wants it. And then the next week, it's dropped off 80% in sales.
0: But that's what, that's happened everywhere around the world. That's what happens in the launch.
2: Like, you can't judge the launch. Uh, no, a, but I mean, I, it's not just but, the PS4's launch. But like, I'm no, just but saying, look at- like, look at console sales for, like, just titles. Like, things like have even been progressively going worse and worse and worse.
0: But that's only because of the quality of games. Like, you have to appreciate that in the ter- in the term of Final Fantasy, the game wasn't what they wanted. Like, Final Fantasy XII still sold really well in Japan. Final Fantasy XIII still sold pretty damn well in Japan, considering it wasn't really the game they anticipated. And thirteen Part Two is still the second best PS3 selling, like, second best set- PS3 game of all time over there. Almost sold a million copies. Which, considering how much what loathing there is for Final Fantasy over there at the moment, that's not too bad at all. Mm. It's it's all about the type of game for them. There are still games over there that sell bucket loads on consoles, and you just have to look at the media crate charts for that. It's just, it just comes down to what kind of game it is. Like, Nintendo games always sell loads. Dragon Quest sells tons. The only reason that it's selling well... On the, if that was on the PS3, that would have been a million seller easily. It might not quite have sold like the f- maybe like what was it, four or five million? It probably sold in Japan on the, the uh, DS and 3DS, um, but it would still have sold a lot. Mm. Like, don't even like kid yourself, that is still a massive franchise. It's just about the quality of the games. If they really focused on making um, Final Fantasy a game that. It's pushed at the Japanese market, but also does appeal to the Westerners, which is where they've gone wrong because it's so Western-focused now, and and no one in Japan really cares about it anymore. It would sell.
1: I just I don't know. Like thinking about it now, like after just playing um, the Final Fantasy VII um, Steam version uh, or PC version, um, I honestly don't know how it would work as an like a new game, like, it, like if they just, like, completely remodeled it and then it was, like, completely different um, in terms of graphics. Um, that whole bit in the Honey Bee Inn would just be ridiculously awkward. Imagine
2: in HD, though.
1: The scene with the president of Shinra that you see through the keyhole, I don't think that that would be Okay. <laughs>
2: we have, like, we'd have basically HD Freddie Mercury models walking all around the place.
1: That would not be okay. Like, it would just be really awkward, I think. I, but, like, even even with that, like, um, the play that they do, like, how would they make that as as silly as it was? Like, how would they make it silly with um, them spinning on the spot and stuff? It would just look weird.
2: See, these must be, like, the questions and stuff that, like has really been plaguing them in terms of remaking 7 which I really hope they don't like yeah think I hope about they don't too, too much I mean unless square finally finally learns to start using other studios and not always be internal like they really should honestly be like a 1 2 game like studio thing as opposed to this like divided behemoth mm-hmm. that they are now
0: I mean, like, just to kind of counter your point earlier, Spencer. Just kind of going back a little bit, but I was just looking at sales of the uh, of the HD collection in Japan, and in like the second week, they had topped well over five hundred thousand units. No, yeah, and and, and that was only I'm not saying
2: it's I'm not saying it's like dead, but I'm just saying it's been decreased a lot to the point that I think it'd be hard to get to the numbers that we used to have. But then it's just about
0: it's it's Square Enix exciting fans over there again. Because like if if Final Fantasy ten HD can sell over five hundred thousand units in its second week, and that's only because they ran out of stock. Like, they sold almost one hundred percent of the copies that they made in those two weeks to the point where they they couldn't even like shops weren't even able to sell it anymore because there just weren't copies to go around. <laughs> that sh- that clearly shows a that Square Enix kind of un- un, uh, underestimated how much people wanted it, but b if if they can actually excite people into ge- into caring about Final Fantasy again, the Japanese public would still really love to play it. It's just that. Like Final Fantasy XIII 13 and XIII 13 Part Two kind of solid the reputation of the franchise over there, and you can I see. Know, I,
2: I, I I hope it does. I re- like if if Seven comes out, I want it to sell millions. I really do. I mean, I want every game to come out. That like like I even hope that like ten like this ten HD one does well to like show them that. A, they should have gotten on the ball with this a lot sooner because, as well as ten HD is selling now, I bet you anything it would have sold a hell of a lot more copies one year or even two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I guess guess they they...
1: released it like when the Vita came out.
2: Yeah, the the, Vita has been like a, a key component for that. Yeah, if it wasn't for the Vita, I bet this game wouldn't have like half the people playing it that it does now. Correct. Because That's I know a lot about, of because I know about a lot of the people sales who, came with Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know mean, yeah, most the, of the people it, most of the people who are playing this game like are compl- like have like verbally complained to me like having to hook up a PS3 because you were in that point now where there are multiple consoles out and unless you have a super super good game on the last gen console that you can only play on that last gen console then most people are probably going to complain about having to play it on there.
1: Yeah. I always keep my PlayStation Three. Just as long oh yeah. As I, I don't understand why
2: people like are selling it this early. Like oh, we no. have so many exclusives coming out this year, it makes no sense. I think
1: it's just the person. I think it like just certain people are that way. Like they'll just be like, "Oh no, this is the this is the old console. I'm done playing with it. I'm never going to pick yeah, it up." Also, again. and then it, they don't. The other funny thing is we call, we is,
2: call uh, those people Brandon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other funny thing is um, if. If the whole rumors about Ubisoft and how they're treating the console generations is true, then people are going to be a bit angry. Mm. With
3: uh, yeah,
2: because like you are going to miss out on a uh, you are going to be missing out on a, the new Assassin's Creed, which they've pretty much all but confirmed now is going to be a whole entirely new game.
0: Yeah, so like, I mean, just so you, in case you guys aren't aware, Ubisoft. Well, the rumor they haven't confirmed it yet, but. They've they've announced a PS4, Xbox One, and PC version, but the rumor is that they're releasing a separate, completely separate game on the PS3 and 360 mm. at the same time.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: So if you want to like get the full experience, you'll have to play them both because they're going to be completely
2: different stories. Which I think is honestly, I I, I like that games are doing that because I yeah, don't it, want it, things not- like. Because, like, We have the Last of Us is now the next rumored game to be coming out. Where, uh, yeah, I'd probably buy The Last of Us, not at full price. I'd probably buy it discounted, or I would hope there's some... Because, like, the game's not even a year old yet. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great to play on PS4, but it's like, bringing ports over don't excite people. No. Giving different experiences are, is what excites people, but it takes a lot of time. I mean, studios yeah. like Ubisoft, though, are tailor-made for that. Like you said, Daryl, like, they have they have studios, like three or four years in advance working with like five or six other studios if not more just to bring out these products on time because this is their system
0: yeah and i think doing that split release is like a really good idea because we've we see it we see it quite a lot and we've seen it so far where whereas most of the exclusive games on well there aren't really many exclusive games on the ps4 and xbox one most of them are just previous generation games kind of ported over yeah um and i think by Ubisoft doing it the way and making it so that there will be an exclusive Assassin's Creed title on Xbox One and PS4, they can't be accused of compromising the game to make it possible to play on a, on a current generation system, which yeah. is really clever. Yeah. Because that's like if you think about the previous generations, like when the PS2 came out, like the idea of a split release between the PS2 and the PS1 was just ridiculous. Like it, it, the people wouldn't have even fathomed that. But there were still PS1 games coming out, obviously after the PS2 came out. But like, PS2... just like even
2: compare like any Madden game that came out in 2000 to the PlayStation version of Madden 2000, they're the same game. Just one happens to be extremely worse looking. Exactly. Well, anyway, next question. We spent a long time on that one. Um, <laughs>
0: Thanks, Matt. Thanks, man. W- this one uh, comes from Nerdy Dander Man, and he wants to know: Have any of you played Revenant Wings? And if so, what are your thoughts? Go to town, Spencer.
2: Well, Final Fantasy XII got a sequel. Most people don't know on the Nintendo DS called Final Fantasy Re- Revenant Wings, and my God, is it a pile of garbage! Uh, I'm <laughs> the only one who's played it, right? Out of all three of us. Yeah, From I Zen. own it,
0: but I've I've a, never, it I've never unwrapped? unwrapped. Yeah, it still is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You should take a picture of that. That'd be great to see. There's like a layer of dust on this. Okay, it's basically. It it takes this. It's like a sequel to Final Fantasy XII, but changes the gameplay so that it's an over the top strategy game. And I I think it was a real time strategy game, if I'm not mistaken. But it's just so. It's kind of like a
0: worse version of Tactics, right?
2: It is. It's It's basically. It feels like playing Final Fantasy Tactics for babies. The story is utter fanfiction garbage. I mean, honestly, I'd say that's an insult to fan fiction to say that. But it's just like... I i mean, that was the era where Square was just releasing any Final Fantasy game. They they had an excuse to release. And it made no sense. Like, we're talking we Wear Crystal Chronicle era here. And it's just one of those games that I hope... I don't know. If you like this game please reach out to us and tell me why because the whole time I was playing it I just had the thought in the back of my head this is such a cool idea to expand on this giant universe why is this what came out of it though Yeah, is is this
0: the best they could come up with yeah this
2: is the absolute best you could do like I've been asking for years I know many people have like where is our real sequel to Final Fantasy Tactics Mm. that would be great put that on the Vita that would sell a lot of copies
1: here you go, Spencer. Oh, no,
2: we get. Square also, Enix. just to put a little bit of relevance in your brain, and if you're doubting, you might think I'm being a little too harsh on this. Square Enix is a company that jumps at re-putting out of, the... I mean, reporting porting games on any and all consoles they can. Tell me the last time you've seen Final Fantasy XII on anything besides a DS. <laughs> and also, you know, they they've they've ported most
0: portable games to mobile platforms where possible. Mm -hmm. right so you've even got like the world ends with you on appearing on iphones and stuff like that right
2: yeah honestly the only ones that have never been ported are this in the crystal chronicle games
0: yeah because they've even got like chocobo fables and stuff on phones haven't they
2: yeah they've got like everything besides about chocobo dungeon racer i'd say
0: so yeah that that shows you the quality of this game and their lack of faith in anyone caring about a release or re-release
2: now, now watch Nerdy Dandaman be like the the main advocate of this masterpiece, this <laughs> portable swan song. That would be unfortunate.
1: There is a petition going on, uh, going around, for um a Final Fantasy twelve remake, um HD remake. Oh, every remake.
2: everybody wants that, especially after playing ten in HD. I mean, that'd be sweet. But I mean, I think who is it? Like, was it Katase or Toriyama? They've been teasing it, but they keep all they keep saying is, well, we need more fan feedback. D- it doesn't make sense for them to do that. No, I would honestly say, I don't. I don't think rem- Rick, remaking the game in HD would be worth it. I mean, it might be, but I would say honestly, just make it emulatable on PS3, and I think that it, just that would get a lot of fans excited. Like right now, um, the day you guys are listening to this, Atlas just released Shin Megami Tensei. Um, Like one of one of the digital Devil Saga games, like one of the early classic SMT games, and people are so excited about that. Those games are ridiculously like expensive to get, and it's a PS2 classic game on PS3. Like that's the kind of PS3 releases JRPG fans want to see. And if you released Final Fantasy X at ten dollars, it would basically be the next Final Fantasy VII, where we see it on the top ten for years to come because what was it like even yes wasn't seven wasn't seven uh ten dollars right i think so yeah like the well, you know, final of...
0: fantasy 7 VII and 8 were like the top selling psn games for ages
2: mm. yeah like until grand theft auto came out and even then they're still super up there it's just because like you're getting such a classic game for so cheap and you can play it anywhere
1: yeah i don't
2: and all know those people it, on like... ebay got really upset yeah they will man <laughs> no more selling their uh, new version of the game with the strategy guide for hundreds of bucks Okay, next question. All right, our next and last question comes from Rogue of Light, and he says, if you could choose one Final Fantasy creature that hasn't been in the game for a while to come back, what would you choose and why? This could be anything from Moombas to Oogalops, so sit back, relax, and tell us, all, tell us what sort of animals you've been missing in the series.
1: If it counts, I want hypellas.
2: And do you want to tell people who out there might not know what those are, just in case?
1: pillows are amazing. <laughs> they're little blue people. And they're, like, alien-type-looking creatures. They almost kind of look like fish. Um, how do they sound? they have like, <laughs> <Yuna, laughs> right, shoop-hoff-shoi-ching! Yuna. <laughs> Yuna! Lady Yuna! <laughs> they're amazing. They are the cutest, cutest creatures that Final Fantasy has come up with, in my opinion. Um, although, I mean, you know, Moogles kind of sh- show like a very... Um, Moogles are in everything, though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. They're in everything. But Hypellows are just awesome. I just love them.
0: I would honestly say the mention of Oglops is epic, and that was one of the highlights of Final Fantasy IX for me.
2: Autoglobs were pretty much a majority of what made that game's creatures memorable. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. and, um, what's his name? Dr. Doctor... Oh, I'm blanking now. He has a huge nose.
1: Oh, Dr. Yeah. Huge Nose. I know I who remember. you're talking about.
2: I do not know the name, though. Dr. Tot or something?
1: Yeah, something mm. like that.
2: We've lost all cred already. It's too late. I know. Um, oh, all man. street cred gone. No, but the the one I want to see back, just because we were talking about Final Fantasy XII, is I want to see the disgustingly realistic lizard men just make an appearance in any game. They're <laughs> so creepy. They were too realistic. They were like Ninja Turtles, like gone in radioactive ooze again. <laughs> I'm blanking on what they were called now as well. <laughs> exactly, because I remember uh, they were in Final Fantasy XII, the DS version, and. Oh yeah, they were in tactics as well, but they were—they—they they tried to make them all super cartoony with the art style. Even super cartoony, they still looked like horrible like mutant men. Because remember, they had like the super extended scaly nose. They had like Jar Jar Binks. They it, had yeah. like Jar Jar Binks ears. They were the Bangar. Oh well, he doesn't remember that. Yeah, let's, yeah. Get, let's get them to return. Like, put them in 14. I feel like they could work as well as like in a 14 dungeon or something.
1: Although I do have to give massive love for Moombas, though. I mean, you did mention Moombas in your question, and I do love Moombas. Moombas.
0: Actually, you know what? A race that hasn't won... Well, it's not a creature as such, but, like, the Viera haven't really been anything a for a while. Like, they, yeah, like, you're right. It's just, like, that fond- like, the Ivalice
2: universe just has its own races that are not applicable to any other Final Fantasy game for some yeah. reason. Which really sucks, because there's a whole heaping amount of creature design just waiting to be tapped into other games.
0: Maybe there's some kind of, like thing where there's like nope if it's an evil ease, you're
2: not appearing in anything else yeah <laughs> it's like a it's like a twilight zone
1: what was freya what was she
2: uh well she doesn't really have a race
1: she no. was a bunny
2: cosplayer race
0: yeah
1: she basically was kind of like
0: <laughs> lauren's looking up now and apparently the races in final Fantasy IX are just denoted by where you're from
1: yeah so she was just her, Burm- her, her
0: race is a burmesean
2: <laughs> i'm an american
0: race
1: <laughs> yes but yeah, no, she was awesome though.
2: But uh, Oak that was a good—that was, good, was a good question. We yeah. like—I I even thought about like cr- like missing Final Fantasy creatures for a long time. And what did you come up with? I already said. Is that it? Yeah. The I to see the d- Disgusting lizardman come back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Quina. Can we have more Quina and more?
2: No Quina is special. <laughs> okay, guys, I actually have a rogue. Last-minute sneak-in question for you two, I need to ask. Whoa.
1: Whoa.
2: Yeah, get ready. Hold hold on to your seats. This is on the on the live edge right now. Oh, gosh. What do you guys think about the fact that the NPDs came out and Square Enix has said last month, I think there might have even been a bet about this, but I don't even remember, Bravely Default sold more copies than Lightning Returns in North America. Not surprising. Why is that?
0: Well, if you remember, maybe like three episodes back, when you were saying that Lightning Returns was going to sell really well, and I said it wasn't <laughs> going to, um, that would be why.
2: No, no, no. I mean, I'm saying I'm surprised Breath of the Fault selling well. I the only am, reason I, I can no, think no, no, why I, is due to the fact that Nintendo published it. No way. Like
0: the whole like if you if you pay, and this is going to sound really horrible, but if you paid attention to what was going on in like the the overall kind of landscape for JRPGs. People were super psyched about Bravely Default. Like everyone was going absolutely crazy about it, and I don't think the fact that
2: Nintendo published it really had anything to do with it. To be honest, well, I mean, it helped with advertising. Oh yeah. Tell me how like, many. Tell me how many ads I. For every ad I saw for uh, Bravely Default, I saw negative five ads for Lightning Returns. But I think I think it's just because everyone who
0: cares about this type of game knew about Bravely Default from when it came out in Japan, and like it was getting such good feedback from its Japanese release. That, and and like there was such there was such a hype train for it and then obviously the reviews came out and the reviews were really positive
2: maybe maybe i'm just surprised at its sales figures because i i just don't get why people like the game i mean i understand why people find it fun but like i've played the game and i cannot well, get into it this is,
0: it goes back to the whole argument that we've had before in terms of square enix don't just don't understand the reason why people pilot, why people buy their games like the reason that people buy bought final fantasy in originally is because it wasn't like a western game like that's mm-hmm. the whole appeal behind it it's a japanese rpg
2: mm. like what the hell is it now it's some kind of weird cross hybrid mishmash that yeah it, it, it might as well just be a a, a gross lizard man at this point not, no, <laughs> one, no, no one knows why it's here exactly but it's, but, it's, it's and, not and, going away and like like that, that was that's one
0: of the reasons why i don't like 12 because it was so targeted towards Western gamers, and that's why, like all the critic, it's the it's the most critically acclaimed Final Fantasy game ever, Final Fantasy 12 from Western publication West, Western, yeah, I
2: was gonna say it's yeah. the most westernly. Like critical.
0: they all loved it, like they thought it was the best game ever, and it's like, well, that's okay, and like a lot, I think a lot of fans do still like it, but they don't hold it anywhere near as high regard as they do like seven through 10 or six or anything prior to that, really. Mm. It's like, True. it's, it's a, di- it's a completely different game. And I, I they, they were ballsy for doing it that way. And it's not bad. It's just not what people were expecting. Yeah. Not that That's necessarily a bad thing either, but they then took that and then they went, Oh, well, the western people like it and japanese sales are kind of dwindling and oh what, instead of thinking well why is that maybe it's because you're not making games that they like anymore they thought oh well let's just go towards the western people and instead that's a much bigger market right but they completely forgot the fact and this is why companies like atlas and nice are so good they know their audience they know what games their companies want to play it's like same for tecmo Koei and like namco as well like nino kudi sold amazingly well because yeah, Namco sold over know, a million yeah, copies. Namco yeah. know their audience, and yeah. it was completely targeted at people of a certain ilk, like Studio Ghibli fans. They they want certain things, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what the game delivered on. And yeah. JRPG fans were able to enjoy it too. Whereas Final Fantasy, it's just kind of like, who is the target audience anymore? Like.
2: It, yeah you're right it is a total mismatch like not even going into quality this this whole like like thing about sales is nothing to do with quality it's all about like advertising who you like to who your market is and you're right the final fantasy like while the games are still great it, it's it's mar- its market might as well legitimately just be a disgusting lizard man no one understands why it's here.
0: <laughs> exactly and, and that's why bravery default sold so well because it's on a console that people buy for playing rpgs because like the 3ds has a pretty strong library of jrpgs now
2: oh yeah it, it's basically um, actually it's it's the second best jrpg machine i'd still say vita probably has more overall games yeah but yeah it, it it has a large exactly it it's, a it's large got that reputation
0: library. and and the fact that you know in many ways it it, it harkens back to how final fantasy used to be like mm. you've got the classic party set up like they added um like the battle system is quite similar to how old final fantasy games used to be but it's a lot deeper with the whole brave and default um settings in there you've obviously got the bravely second ability if you want to use that and like there are lots of character developments like it wasn't a, like a classic final fantasy game but in many ways it is the spiritual successor to four heroes of light which a lot of people enjoyed too
2: Plus, I know a lot of people really enjoy the fact... And I like they put this in there. Um, even as someone who doesn't really enjoy the game overall, I do enjoy the fact that they put in different mechanics, such as, like, you can actually make it where you have a lot or absolutely no random encounters.
0: Exactly. Like, that, And that, for me, is, is... You know, that's why I like the game so much, is because... Like they took super the JRPG genre and really, really pushed it on. Like it's, it's that progression that people have been expecting for such a long time, and that's why so many, so many Final Fantasy fans have jumped on that to the point where lots lot of people think it is a Final Fantasy game.
2: <laughs> oh, it, it might as well be exactly. Yeah.
0: But they, they obviously. They, Although,
2: honestly, I think it probably sold better not being a Final Fantasy game. Yeah,
0: and I think that's also something that, that that's been a massive problem. Their reliance. On their core franchise, and you've got you've got games like The Warden's Review, which critically acclaimed, everyone loves it, but it didn't really sell that well because they didn't push it at all. And then they, and then you had—I still remember when Sigma Harmonics came out; and it didn't sell very well. And then that was when you Wada came out and said, like, "Oh, you know, this is sold really badly," and it, it shows that we shouldn't really be putting our money into creating new games. It's like that's completely the wrong type of mentality. Mm-hmm. If you don't create new franchises, you don't create new fan bases you don't really enable any more kind of expansion and Final Fantasy is obviously like a massive thing for them but it really needs to find its place now and maybe they can do that with 15 maybe they can't you know there was. A- you, know,
2: th- you know think about it I was just actually thinking about it in every bit of advertising they never once actually say even on the box or anywhere else that Bravely Default is made by like classic Final Fantasy developers no because it didn't need to no well, I mean, but then, like, then it's odd because we're then comparing it with ten is out, and I'm actually I don't know about you guys, but everywhere, like, even like though the game's already been out a while, I still see ads a lot online for te- for ten HD. Mm.
1: But even and still, like, with that, like, they're not they're also still not advertising it very well because a lot of people aren't actually knowing why they should get it because i had a friend who had no that clue true. That, that it was true the because international version all their version. ads
2: for it are basically play the same game again nowhere yeah. in like it all we all you know by those ads is it's in hd again yeah but it doesn't say it doesn't say, say that hours all the new, of new content, content.
0: But yeah i think to answer your question spencer is why it sold more just to kind of go back people knew bravely default was going to be the kind of game they wanted to play yeah and people knew that lightning returns was going to be the kind of game they didn't really want to play it, it it's just that kind of thing like whenever you have a series like that and the, if you think about like the reputation it's got, sales have gone down every single time and especially the fact that Lightning Returns isn't even the same game, like it plays in a completely different way, like there are so many elements of that game that have no relation to what's come before it that they every single game has further segmented the audience so that's why I was, I was not surprised at all that it hasn't sold very well like it's a great game. Like you and I both enjoyed playing it.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but it's not. But like in, ter- it's in terms not of appealing to a market, yeah, it's
0: not. So like, you can play. Like y- you're going to tell me that everyone's like really enjoying playing Final Fantasy X at the moment. If you go from Final Fantasy X to Lightning Returns, you'll just think, "What the hell <laughs> happened?" Like, oh yeah, you'll think
2: you'll you'll think that the company mispublished the wrong game.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's like nothing in. Re- there's nothing in common between
2: those games. Like I, I didn't was.
1: remember picking up Deirdre Cerberus. What? <laughs>
2: Although, I want to make a new bet again, because I like making bets on podcasts. I want to make a bet with you guys. I want to see what you think. I bet that not only will Final Fantasy X HD sell better than Bravely Default, I bet it'll also place higher on the MPDs.
0: Hmm. What do you guys think? I reckon there's a very high chance of that.
2: I, even though March is a goddamn crazy month well, you, of huge games. You've got to think about
0: like Final Fantasy 10 sold, I think, 8.5 million... Yeah so if only what 10% of the people that bought the original game go and buy this one and then let's say you get 150,000 sales from people that are curious mm-hmm. it can easily
2: sell every million Oh, super, super easily. And I mean, from all the stuff I've been hearing, it's been selling out for the most part. It's doing great digitally, which I think is fantastic because like this isn't their first Final Fantasy game they're selling digitally, but this is one of their after Lightning Returns, their first day one digital. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to be the
0: really funny thing as well. Like, if you're Square Enix, you got to think right. We've invested so much money into Lightning Returns that it's our, our best development team working on this. It's just been outsold by an HD
2: collection which honestly and man there's some interesting stuff I mean we'll talk about I know we're wrapping it up but it's like you know that do you know that the HD collection was actually outsourced to another company in China yeah and Mm. that they did it in less than a year it's amazing isn't it (laughs) It's, it's a. That game should be garbage. Remember last year? Like a year ago, we were talking about this game and saying how much garbage it was going to be because of how little they've shown us. Yeah, and yet such how good l- it is. such a lack of confidence. Mm. I'm glad. I'm glad to be wrong about that, though. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, this is like one of the best Like No one
0: Like when we're talking about low return sales, like none of us wish it sells badly. It's just kind of. We can see it happening yeah. and why it will happen. Although,
2: although we do need to put that with a grain of salt. It has sold tremendously better in the West than it did in Japan.
0: Which isn't necessarily a good thing
2: either. No, but they, but at the same time, Square Enix isn't stupid. The game isn't flooding store shelves. They're not like bursting at the seams with copies like 13 and 13.2 did. I think they've been smart about how many copies they put out for it.
0: Well, anyway, that's that's a nice roundup. We uh, end up going on a bit of a spree there.
1: Yeah, just a bit.
2: Sales talk.
0: Yeah, sales talk. Ooh, aren't we cool? <laughs> Michael Pachter <your> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the music we've got for you this episode comes from the Lightning Return, well, Final Fantasy XIII series. It's a remake of Lightning Steam, mm. and it's called the Hip Hop Remix, and it's by El Rello Beats on YouTube.
1: It's pretty groovy.
0: Yeah, Lauren liked it. Lauren picked it out yeah. actually.
1: Yeah, Good I just pick, thought Lauren. it was really mellow. I thought it was really nice. No dubstep. It was just you know smooth.
0: Yeah so the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come out on the 29th of April and you can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store if you just search for Final Fantasy we are the number one show or search for Kingdom Hearts if you want whichever takes your fancy Mm -hmm. and of course you can catch out all episodes on FinalFantasyUnion.com or GamingUnion.net as well as all recent coverage of which there hasn't really been that much going on at the moment
1: no, unfortunately.
2: That's kind of what happens. Just, they've just been releasing games.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Ca- it's kind of what happens when uh, when the games release, they they go all quiet. Yeah. and Most news is about how the games have done.
1: Yeah.
2: Although, if you're interested in uh, random ten news, check out the videos Square Enix posted of the live art gallery they did because they did some awesome stuff over there.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did, didn't they?
2: Like that live drawing. Um, oh, I don't remember Titus his and, name. Titus and yeah, Yuna. Like They they did a Titus and Yuna's. It's
1: Beautiful. gorgeous.
0: Well, on that note, bye time.
1: Bye-bye.
2: Sayonara.
0: And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a twixmusic.com and FunFancyunit.com production.